It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to link up who we are physically, emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually. And to say that we are complicated would probably be to put it mildly. Um, We are very complex individuals, and it, it takes some time to learn how to balance those four legs as I talk about them. And so maybe that's our mission is, you know, my mission in particular is to help people understand how to do that. And I have as a returning guest uh, this morning, uh, Hallie Lease, and I'm going to get to her in just a second. But I want to remind everyone that there's about 280 shows now uh, up on uh, my website. And um, if you go into the podcast, you can find it that way as well. Um, They're in chronological order. So it uh, isn't difficult to navigate either the website or uh, the podcast sites, depending on how you're listening to the shows. And while you're at the website, which is www.synergyconnectionradio.com, um, notice that there is a link to Boomers Forever Young. And Boomers Forever Young is a nutritional company that I have used their products for the last five years. And in today's world where um, health and wellness, I think, is at the forefront for so many people uh, and their loved ones, there are two numbers. And I tell everybody on every show, if you know nothing else, please know these two numbers. One is your vitamin D3 level. You have to request it. Doctors don't give it automatically. And that is your immune system. And it needs to be a number above 70. So don't let them say you fall in the range you need to know what that number is. Um, Taking vitamin D is so inexpensive and you cannot get enough of it just by being outside because we're not outside for hours and hours every day. The other number you need is a C-reactive protein. And that one is the level of inflammation in your body and every disease begins with inflammation. So that number needs to be below 0.5. I will tell you on my last physical, which just was in March, my inflammation level was 0.1 and my um, immune system functioning is at 100. And so my doctor just looked at me and went, well, no matter what comes along, I don't think you're getting it. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that is important to know. And, you know, with, it doesn't make any difference if you've had one shot, two shots, the booster, people are still coming down with the variants. They're still getting sick. And so believe me, it's your immune system. You have to know what that number is. So everybody, please um, check out their website. They have a lot of wonderful testimonies. They have blogs, they have videos, they have their own podcast. And all of that is very, very informative, I think, for those of us who are interested in that physical leg. So we have the other legs, but you have to have the physical because if that's not there, it's going to be really hard to do the others. You won't have the energy to do it. And that is what we're going to kind of talk about this morning is um, Hallie's going to share um, that your vibrational frequencies create your life. And that is very, very true. So welcome back to the show. And um, we'll get, um, you know, jump right in. I wanted to let people know um, your mission, which I think is quite amazing. I wish everyone had such a beautiful mission, but and that is to serve 
to inspire, to share universal wisdom, to share intuitive guidance, and to assist people in understanding and discovering their own innate gifts and unique presence in the world. And wow, I mean, I think if you can do that, you have really done a wonderful job for people. So welcome back to the show. Thank you. Really happy to be here. Um, so, all right. So let's just kind of talk about, you know, how these vibrational frequencies, I, I always say our skin, our largest organ houses that frequency. And so what we look like on the outside has really not much to do with, you know, who we are vibrationally, but it has everything to do with our thoughts and where we go with our, our mind. Well, it has everything to do with everything. I, I know that sounds as if I'm talking in a circle, but truly, if we are vibrating at a very low level, that affects our physical energy. It affects our emotional being. It affects where our thoughts go. And it also can help us to have a happy appetite or a good night's rest or not. It really is all inclusive. And when we look at ourselves, I think back to Dr. Wayne Dyer, when he talked about, if we go to the barest essence of who we are, and he used an acorn as an example, that at the nucleus, there's not a lot there other than energy. I mean, that's what we are. That's what we stem from. And we can look at flesh and blood. We can look at the physical, you know, our physiology is important, of course, because we live in these bodies. Right. How we create our life, our world, who we attract to us, how successful we are in business. It's not just the mind. And when I say mind, people think of the brain. So I'm going to clarify. It's not just our consciousness along with brain function. It's what sort of energy is connected to that to actually make things happen. And do we continually move back into that state of flow and alignment? Okay, so I have a question, um, and I think this one is probably, it would be very hard for me to answer, so I'm hoping it's easier for you. Okay. Um, conception, you know, that's where the energy begins, right? Perception? No, conception. Conception. And at, at the moment that we become, you know, a person, um, and so the cells are dividing, that's all about energy. Right. And it continues to divide until, you know, it becomes a baby. And nine months later, hopefully, you know, it's born he or right. she. So the energy that is the baby in the womb is the same energy that comes through the birth canal, but then is impacted, you know, as time goes on by other influences. True. And so it begins to be shaped by whatever culture it's born into or so energetically um, our vibrational frequencies can be very low because of maybe how or where we're born, the family we're born into. And I was talking to somebody about that earlier, actually today, <clears throat> that if you were born into uh, Afghanistan or Iraq or, you know, parts of Africa or where there's a lot of uh, oppressive um, life in general. Um, and, and, you know, so that energy for them is going to be much heavier, much denser, right? Than a baby that's born into a home where there's 
a lot of uplifting thoughts and positive attitudes and healthy food and opportunities. And so it doesn't mean that that baby is going to thrive because of that, because we know that people can come from cultures that are very oppressed mm-hmm. and they rise to the top. So how does that happen? There are aspects of that that I will say are very congruent with what you're saying, but that's purely on a, if you will, earth level, because in my belief system, and I could be mistaken, but as much as I've seen over the years and interacted, I believe the following to be true. And that is we are impacted by the energy of the people around the person carrying us as well as the person carrying us before we even go through that birth canal as well. There is something to be said about soul objective when we are coming into this life. What is that energy like? Do we take a commitment or make a commitment to experience a multitude of energies? Did we make a commitment to come in and just see what happens? Did we make a commitment to just allow our purpose to be nothing more than learning? Mm -hmm. I believe, again, everything is multifaceted when we think in terms of mind, body, spirit, and intellect. As you said, you know, there's multiple legs. And I don't believe that it's limited to just moving through that birth canal or just how we're impacted and affected once we're born. I believe we are affected beforehand. The thing is on a spiritual level, or if you will, a soul level, let's take it a step further. Mm-hmm. If we come in with a commitment to just learn, right. then we will allow everything. When we think in, for instance, um, I want to say Buddhism, Buddhism says, accept everything. It's okay to smoke. It's okay to curse. It's okay to drink. It's okay to have great sex. It's okay to have, you know, whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, because it's about the experience. They don't see wrong. Their energy is about the whole picture, all of it, the interaction. And so if let's say we're born into a home and they're very religious, whether it's Christianity, it's Judaism, it's another religion that definitely is going to temper our energy, but we still as an individual can feel very differently. We can respond differently. We can raise our vibration in spite of our environment. We've all heard the stories of, let's say, somebody being born into abject poverty Mm-hmm. And somehow excelling and becoming a congressman or something even greater than that. Somebody who does amazing things in the world. And well, look at Abraham Lincoln. Possible, yeah, right? look at Abraham Lincoln. I mean, he was born with nothing. Exactly. And his father, you know, uh, kind of was against any learning that he was doing. And but he took himself all the way to the presidency. So exactly. So what I'm trying to get to is, yes, the energy that surrounds us is very important and absolutely positively has an impact on what takes place in our daily life. But we as individuals, and when I say individuals, individual cells, individual knowing, individual soul, individual spirituality, we have the potential to always allow ourselves to keep moving back into that state of flow into a higher frequency. It's more a matter of, are we aware? At least, and again, this is my belief. So, all right. So somebody who on a spiritual level before they've entered the physical. Um, If I'm understanding you, they might just say, let's go see what happens. Exactly. 
And somebody else might say, my purpose is this. And so they enter the physical with a purpose in mind. And then it finds its way eventually. A prime example of that might be, and my mom is famous for saying to me, I do not understand if we have a, a loving God, a loving universe, how is it that sometimes children are born with no limbs? Or how is it that they are born with these maladies that are, are so atrocious? And my answer really to her, whenever she gets upset about these things is, that is their life purpose, mom, to experience this, for their parents to experience it, or the people around them. There is something to be gained by every experience. And when it comes to that energy that we're born with, we can choose to expand it or not. And I think that's where it gets complicated, because we always have the ability to expand, but we may not choose it. You know, that's that's so true, too. Um... I, I'm thinking, you know, back when I was um, in private practice and not doing this podcast at all, um, at that particular time, there was a young man who almost died when he was three. Mm. And he um, connected after his death at 15 with his parents through somebody who was channeling his energy and shared with them you know nobody knew this i certainly didn't know it and i know the channeler didn't know it but he basically said you know mom and dad do you remember when i almost died when i was three i had a choice whether this was the best time to leave or whether it was going to be later in my life and of course he drowned then when he was 15 and um so for his for himself you know he had some things that evidently he wanted to accomplish. And one of them is actually with his death, there were scholarships because he was very well known in this community. So there was a lot of money that was donated in his name that became scholarships for deserving children who were graduating from high school, but didn't have the means to go on and further their education. So that was probably his purpose because his life was so short was to give others opportunities i'm guessing and then his parents had to learn other kinds of things right and i think too when we're a parent in that type of situation we can learn to help other people for from our experience or we can sit and mourn for the rest of our lives and do nothing i mean again here too there is that human choice that is a part of it. I know, for instance, a, a friend in, out of town, uh, we lived down the block at one point, and the short version is several houses down burned. And when it did, two children's lives were lost. Oh, wow. The mother only had the one child. Her boyfriend had two children. They both went on with their lives in different ways. The neighbor, who was my friend across the street, she saw that as this impetus to make sure that every home in the entire city had smoke detectors and fire alarms and were working. And if somebody couldn't afford it, that she would go in with help from the fire department to make sure that situation never happened again. Again, again you, you take a look and say, well, you could have just sat across the street and felt terrible that your friend lost a child. You could take a look and say, you know, it's a tragedy. Why does God let that happen? I mean, there's a lot of different directions you can go. But for her, part of her purpose, and I truly believe this, was to recognize what was going on mm -hmm. and choose 
to help others as a direct result of what took place. You know, I love that. And I have seen it over and over too, you know, that comment about if it's to be, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. I know. And, um, and so many people that do close down, you know, they just have no energy to continue because all they can see is the tragedy, the loss. Right. And then, like your friend saw that as an opportunity to make a difference for future lives. What's really interesting too, is it doesn't have to be that traumatic and dramatic. Sometimes in our daily lives, for instance, let's say a friend that you've known for years and years and years forgets your birthday. Whatever is going on with their life, they get busy. Maybe they're taking care of an elder parent or maybe they're just preoccupied and, and they forget your birthday. Mm-hmm. Do you all of a sudden cut them off from your life? Cause you say, oh, they forgot me. I don't matter. I'm not important. Right. Or do you say, huh, they forgot my birthday. Wonder what's going on. Do you continue a relationship or not? That energy that you hold can either be resentful or it can be understanding or can be in a space of gratitude, such as I'm so glad that we've always celebrated birthdays before. I'll look forward to the next one we celebrate. Right, right. If we go into a space of depression, we go into a space of lack or feeling as if we are less than or not being appreciative, our energy moves down. Moves down, exactly. It keeps us in that luck until we decide until we make a change. And there's definitely a corollary there. And I'm sure you know from being a therapist when it comes to psychology, if someone is vibrationally challenged, they are psychologically and emotionally challenged. Mm -hmm. No, that's very true. Um, And physically, because the emotions uh, impact our physical well-being tremendously. We're going to take just a very short break, everyone. We'll be right back with Hallie Elise. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever. And it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer products. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection Show. And welcome back, Hallie. Um, We're talking about energy and how our energy affects every aspect of our life. How about with our relationships? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Now, see, this is, I think is really funny too. If you have somebody, male or female, and they walk around and they go, never going to have a partner. Nobody likes me. Or why do I always end up with the same type of person? That, that's the biggest <laughs> one, right? right. Is it that same person that shows up in different form in my life all the time? Right. Well, obviously, you have something to do with that. What's the energy that's going out? Is it fear-based that you are going to end up with the same person? Is it that you're feeling that you're not deserving? Is it that you are 
in a state of lack when it comes to appreciating yourself because those frequencies affect what's going on outside and what you draw back to you. So right. when it comes to a relationship, it can be horrible and in a second change because you've changed. I can't tell you how often I've dealt with clients where they come in and they're like, oh, he's doing this or she's doing that and, and things are awful. And I, I you know, should I leave? Should, should I just leave them? And thankfully, I don't just intuitively know what's coming, but I'm also able to say, have you looked at this? Mm-hmm. Have you looked at your part? Mm-hmm. And so often the person will respond with, wow, I hadn't thought about it that way because, you know, you get into a groove where you're so uncomfortable, the discomfort is familiar and that discomfort is an energy that you just know in and out. Right. There, there's a really cute story that illustrates this, I think, about a guy who is walking and um, he comes across this man that's sitting on the porch with his dog. Have you ever heard the story? I heard this one. And uh, so he starts talking to the uh, gentleman on the porch and he notices that the dog is moaning. <clears throat> and finally he says, what's wrong with your dog? And the guy says, oh, he's sitting on a nail. And so the, the, the man says, well, why doesn't he move? And he said, well, he's not uncomfortable enough yet. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that is true of people that you have to get to that point where I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore. I've got to change. And I have a, a, actually a young man that I'm working with right now. And I was very hesitant to, you know, broach the fact that he needed to make some major changes in his eating habits and, and the way he's looking at life. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted that to become an understanding that he had and that right. he would say to me, you know what, I know I need to make some changes. And the minute he said that, I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then we could begin to really target how those changes could be made because he wanted them, not because somebody else wanted them. So it's like the dog, you know, you have to get off the uh, nail and uh, move uh, in order to get a different result. Absolutely. You know, we we look at things, too, that are more tangible. How many people say, oh, you know, they have a big house, they have a nice car or I make money, but it goes out as fast as it comes in. And I, I can't take a vacation and I can't do this for my kid. And I can't and I can't and I can't. The more you affirm that, the more your energy is in alignment with it and the more you attract that type of scenario. I was chatting with a client this morning who specifically is working with me for manifestation. She's brilliant. She's beautiful. She's talented. She gets in her own way. And we were chatting this morning and she went, oh, I need to remember that about uplifting my energy. And I said to her, honestly, it's just practice because we come into this world and it's don't touch that and don't do this. And, oh, if it's good, it's too good. And we get that predisposition of not allowing ourselves to go beyond it. Right, right. I mean, um, there are a number of religious faiths that believe that, you know, our existence here on earth is all about sacrifice right. and, and having nothing so that you, they can get to heaven. And I have another gal that was on my show years ago now. She's um, been busy writing a book, but she channels with the angels. And the angels basically told her, you know, your life on earth is about having fun, 
being mm-hmm. joyful, making other people um, happy as well as yourself, you know, but it's, it's that kind of life that we're supposed to live. And I don't think very many of us ever get there, <laughs> you know, because of some beliefs that stand in our way of, um, no, I have to work hard. I have to do this. I have to do that. A lot of have to's. Yes. The irony is all we have to do is be here and have a shared spiritual experience. And what I mean by that is if we truly believe, no matter what religion you come from, there's always that reference to we are children of the divine, Mm -hmm. right? So if that's the case, then we're all already interconnected. Yes. Right. And for some reason, we see ourselves as separate. But if we see ourselves as a part of the whole, then wouldn't it make sense that the more joy we have, the more mass consciousness has joy? Mm -hmm. Or we lift our energy, we have an impact on others' energy? I would think so. I I certainly would think that should be our goal. But Mm. unfortunately, religion, politics, uh, organizations, they're more about controlling the narrative, whatever that narrative is. And I'm, I'm not saying one is good or one is bad. I'm just saying in general terms, mm-hmm. it's about what are they seeing that they'd like to be in control of? And if you tweak something one way or the other, then the masses, and again, generally speaking, tend to follow. They tend to go, oh, that's terrible. Yes, I have to do something about that. Or, oh, no, I have to do it this way because we forget and we're not taught very often to go within, to pay attention to where is our foundation. And if we truly believe that there is something greater than ourselves and we are connected to all of creation, then it would make sense to ask ourselves, where am I vibrating at? And I know it sounds like a really silly thing, but on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, if you're feeling joyful and like really joyful, you could say you're at a 10. If you're feeling out of sorts, maybe you're at a five. But if you recognize that for yourself, why not do something to get closer to that 10? And it's kind of that old saying about how if you shoot for the moon, you may hit the stars you're at least moving in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. You can lift that vibe on a daily basis. Well, I think a part of it is people have to begin to figure out how to do that. And for me, it's being in nature. Mm -hmm. There's somebody else that might be reading a great book or watching a movie that makes them laugh. But it's whatever works for you, that if you recognize that the vibrations are low, then go do something that's going to raise them rather than maybe just go, oh, it's one of those days. Look, we can meditate. Mm -hmm. We can cook if it makes us happy. We can play with the dog. We can go in the garden. We can bird watch. We can dance. We can sing. Anything that shifts your conscious state from where you are in the moment to a place of feeling better is an uplift. That uplift means the frequency that you're emitting from yourself, from your being is greater at that point. Mm -hmm. But it is different for everyone, as you say. Right, right. I think just being in touch maybe with your feelings. And there's so many people that aren't. You know, they, they go through the day, they go through the week, they go through the month and the year, not being in touch and then wondering why they keep getting the same results. 
Well, on that note, I have to share something because it's very apropos to what we're discussing. I have a lovely friend. He's amazing in so many ways, but he keeps looking at his financial situation saying, oh, I can't stand this. And I, I, you know, I'm always struggling and it's awful. And so I said one day, if you won the lotto, and I mean, it was a lot of money, let's say you won $30 million, what would you do with it? And I'm expecting him to say, well, I'd stop worrying and I would invest. I'm expecting him to say, you know, he's going to do something with it to make his life easier. What he says to me is, I would give my child some money. I'd give you some money and I'd probably give the rest away. (laughs) I knew he was going to say that. And I went to that place of, wow, you're not recognizing how much you have an impact on where you are. Yes. Did he understand it after you pointed it out? No. Still went back to the whole, but you don't understand. This is how it is. This is how it's been. And I just said, okay. Because see, it's not my place to force someone into seeing themselves differently. That's a choice for the individual. And if I could take a magic wand and go boop, 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 boop over the entire world and have everybody take a look at the fact that they are shining beings and that there is so much more that they're capable of and so much more joy to be had, I would do it. Right. Unfortunately, my magic wand is broken. (laughs) (laughs) And so instead, I work with individuals one-on-one and I work with large groups and I walk away in the knowing that I can touch as many people as I can that are willing Uh to start seeing themselves and willing to recognize that, wait, they can make a change. They just have to find that right fit for themselves. Right. That's very true. And, you know, I mean, it's, I see it in everything and I know you do too, but I mean, kids that, um, you know, are ready to go off to school and they don't have any confidence and they kind of go, well, mm-hmm. you know, that's not for me. And, and maybe college isn't for them, but right. a community school trade program or something like that would be a perfect fit, but they just kind of narrow their vision so that, you know, I can't. Um, right. Right. And you know, the, the book that I love, even for adults is the little engine that could. Oh, Absolutely. Because I mean, there you go. Okay, let's make you that little engine. And you just have to use that as your mantra. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And keep going, right? (laughs) Pretty soon you're going to crest the mountain. And then you'll say, I knew I could. (laughs) So Right, exactly. But there's just, um, you know, it's sad uh, to me. And I'm sure it is to you too, like with your friend that, you know, it was as clear as could be that he was standing in his own way. He couldn't see it. Exactly. And how many people do we run into that look at world events Mm. and find that energy so oppressive that they stop themselves from being who they are? Mm. They just get drawn into that and just say, I don't know what to do. I can't do anything. I have no control. That's where I see society needing a change. Uh, I'll be candid. When my daughter was little, I was on all sorts of boards and involved with all sorts of activities. And at one point, one of the boards, I said, why are we not teaching children stress management at an early age? Why are we not teaching them to meditate? They do it in other countries. Why are we not teaching them skills that they can implement in their life now that will help them be 
that are adults. You know what the response was? No. The superintendent of schools wouldn't want to make those changes. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, if we had just kids that um, in, let's say by middle school, if not in elementary, <clears throat> would begin to learn how to um, write, um, you know, a budget. Mm -hmm. I mean, they take their allowance and say, okay, I want this. Right. This how much I get. And this is how, how much I've got to, you know, wait until I've saved enough to go get it. But to learn just, I mean, I, I'm always amazed. They have uh, parenting classes in some schools and high school, but they don't ever seem to be able to offer how to balance a checkbook, how to, you know, just look at finances in general. And what if they offered some classes in that? Would we not be far better off? Ironically, I remember being in a sixth grade class that taught checkbook, how to write a check and do exactly what you're talking about, but it's not there. But then by the same token, we've lost PE, you know, physical education in most schools. We've lost art class in most schools. The arts in general are being minimized. We really need to take a look as a whole. And when I say we, meaning the US, because in other countries, I'm seeing things different. Not that any country is so much better than us, but different in certain ways. And some people have it where it is of greater benefit to the whole in their behavior, and some don't. But in the US, where we have all of these amazing things available to us, how is it that we're not more logical about who we are as beings? How is it that we are not recognizing that we are so much more than just a physical vessel? Right, right. It's astounding. You know, um, years ago, I was in Ireland, and um, I, I really want to go back. My family is from Northern Ireland, but I um, was so surprised. There was, we stayed at a place that was like a manor house, mm -hmm. and they had a, a beautiful bar, um, and there was a young man, and I mean young, he was maybe 14 years old, okay. that was mixing drinks for everybody. Yeah. And I talked to him because I was so surprised, you know, at how young he was. He dropped out of school, was allowed to drop out of school when he was 12. Wow. Because he knew what he wanted to do was not, you know, further education. He had enough knowledge to know how to read, how to write, do basic math. And that's all he wanted. He wanted to go ahead and start working. And, um, and so his family had to sign, I guess, you know, some sort of a permission slip, but then he was able to go into what they had was kind of like a junior college, but it was for the young who left school very early so that he would begin some training. And I think other countries do that as well, where it's not just you have to graduate from high school and then maybe you get to choose. It's like, no, if this is the path you want, Let's not hold you back because you can always go back to school. Right. There are some schools here that we have, such as Montessori, which has a different philosophy. Mm -hmm. uh, there are other variations of that, but it's not mainstream. Right. No, it's and, not. Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, a lot of what we put ourselves through um, 
impacts that vibrational part of us because we're listening to the pundits and we're listening to, you know, the main uh, stream news and we're listening to um, things that are just more negative in general. And, and how many people talk to one another and it's like, oh, woe is me, as opposed to what can we do to maybe shift this? Right. We become a different frequency and impact others that way. I think people too need to recognize that if they are feeling empowered and they are feeling as if they're vibrating in a good space, if they surround themselves with people who are downhearted, who are complaining, who are miserable, who are always finding faults, then without realizing it, their vibration is going to become minimized yeah. or they have to really work at maintaining it. I'll, I'll be very candid. There are people in my life that I love, but I'm not spending time with other than for short periods because I don't choose to walk away feeling depressed, not energetically or emotionally. Right. I, I cannot choose to sit with somebody who says, oh, that's horrible. And did you hear about this? And, you know, this went to pot and okay, if that's what you want to believe. And somebody said something to me recently. It was kind of funny about our country. And it's, you know, in a handbasket, as, as the term goes. <laughs> I said, really? What about all the good stuff? And they looked at me as if I had three heads. Right. Like they couldn't <laughs> find any. Hallie, we're coming to a close on our program. And I want to make sure that you have time to share with how people can get hold of you okay. for all of the amazing things you can do. Thank you so much. Website's easy. It's HallieElise.com and that's H-A-L-L-E-Y-E-L-I-S-E.com. I'm on the radio on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and that's W-W-N-N. And actually the station is changing its name and its call letters. So I'll give you 95.3 FM and 1470 AM because I'm not quite familiar with the shift yet. <laughs> going with the flow. There is Facebook, LinkedIn, pretty much most of the social media. So if you have a problem finding me, just look up Hallie Elise. I do have a YouTube channel, but I'll tell you very honestly, it's in a sad state of affairs. I've really not done much with it, but you can find me there as well. Or if you just look me up on YouTube, you'll find that there's podcasts that I've been affiliated with and I've been on multiple television shows and radio shows. It's easy to find me. Just look up Hallie Elise. Thank That's you. Awesome. And I will have it at the bottom of the synopsis of your show as well. Thanks so, so much. Thank you for being on the show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Please share it with other people and go out there and make this your very best life. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.